Welcome to The Brilliant Creative. I'm your host, Ange Stocky, a former flower shop and boutique owner turned creative business coach. With over 25 years of entrepreneurial experience, I've tried all kinds of things. Sometimes the ideas worked like a charm. Sometimes they did not. Whether you have a new business that's ready to grow or you have an established business that needs some refining, join me here where I help you, The Brilliant Creative, get really good at running a business while also living your life well. My experience owning multiple small businesses combined with over 1,000 hours of coaching entrepreneurs, all while raising a house full of boys, makes this a great podcast for business owners looking for a business and life refresh. Consider this podcast your weekly meeting with a coach. I'll help you get efficient by streamlining your workflow with systems. I'll help you prioritize which project actually needs your attention now with simple tools. I'll help you refine your workspace for maximum efficiency. I'll teach you how to master your business mindset so you can get out of your own way. And occasionally, we'll do some life coaching. Put this podcast in your back pocket and use it as a business tool to fine-tune your business and your life. Let's get started. You guys... Hi, welcome to episode 42. I'm happy you're here. And if you push play on this one, you might be curious what I mean about Fun Cup. I'll explain that in a sec, but first you need to know. I have taken about a year off of this podcast. After 40 episodes, my heart and soul needed a rest. So understand that today, when I refer to episode 39, it's from a year ago. This last year was a lovely break where I focused on some other things, some family stuff, some business, some creative, and some rest. And the break was just what I needed. I'm back with a fresh batch of business and life coaching goodness for you and your very lovely creative life. This episode is called How Jealousy Can Help Fill Your Fun Cup. Okay, so fun cup. What does that mean? When I say fun cup, I'm referring to the fun cup in life. In coaching, we like to divide life up into different parts, which if you just listened to this last episode, you already know about. Sometimes we say each part of life has a cup, a cup for money and finance, a cup for career and work, a cup for family, a cup for friends, a cup for fun and recreation, a cup for faith and spirituality. There are a lot of cups. At any given time, some of these cups are full to the brim, even overflowing. Some of these cups are sometimes empty, dry. Some of these cups are just halfway full. At any given day, month, year, your cups, they're just going to fluctuate. Sometimes your career cup is overflowing, which feels great in the work part of your life. But there's a chance that as a result, maybe another cup is empty or it just has a couple drops in it. This analogy is helpful for those of you who like a nice visual, especially on a podcast. Now, I was talking to someone this week and she said, you give up a little over here to get a lot over here. And that really struck a chord with me as I have done that sometimes as well. I've worked on one of my cups, getting it full, focusing on it. And occasionally one of the other cups might be a little emptier as a result, but you need to decide which cups are most important to you now. You know, when I picture my cup, for some reason, they are clear water goblets with long stems, and they kind of have some texture to them. Sometimes they're silver, and uh, sometimes they have really beautiful texture on the outside. I don't know 
maybe yours are like wine glasses or water glasses or they're mugs, whatever your cups look like, it's fine. Imagine your cups in front of you right now. And I want you to especially consider the cup that contains fun and recreation. Or you could say fun and laughing, whatever fun is to you. Get that cup up in the air in front of you now. Just notice it. How full is it? Today, we're going to talk about my fun cup, which was emptier than I wanted it to be. We'll talk about how a jealousy crisis on a hot summer day last summer led me to realizing that my fun cup had kind of gotten empty. We'll talk about how determining the core root of your jealous feelings can help you move through feeling jealously to feeling really, really good. I wrote this episode in a Starbucks close to my house recently. I do some of my work there. Sometimes I meet with clients there. Sometimes I just go there to write. It's a busy location. Neighborhood people, college students from the nearby UMD, University of Minnesota Duluth. Lots of high school kids come here too. It's a busy, vibey, fun neighborhood Starbucks. Most of these podcast episodes are written by me. I pretend I'm talking right to you. I actually am. I'm talking right to you. I first um, write it down to make sure it's all organized and then I do some highlighting. Then when I record, I riff off of what I have written and it stays pretty organized. The reason I tell you this is that as I sat there writing at the end of a long table with the leather chairs at the coffee shop, I realized that I was sitting one year ago in the exact same space writing about jealousy. And Last year when I sat there, I was having this jealousy crisis. I was feeling so jealous and I couldn't quite figure out why. I don't usually like feel jealous, but I I was feeling so jealous. So I turned the whole thing into a podcast so you could kind of learn on me and I could be your jealousy guinea pig. It was not really easy to write because I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm really just burying my soul here. I was thinking I'd kind of tell the world that I was jealous of some other people or, or some other people's situations, or I didn't really even know what I was jealous of. I was, I was jealous of maybe their circumstances. And of course, that's admitting like things aren't perfect, right? Then everybody would know my life. The life of a life coach was not perfect. Oh my gosh, how horrible is that? Um, anyway, uh, it sounds like I have some work to do on perfection, of course. So that's always my work for me. But I, I put it out there anyway. I, I put out episode 39, the jealousy episode. Some of you have probably listened to it. Maybe you haven't. Um, you, might get a, you might get a kick out of it. But the goal is I was trying to use myself as a guinea pig to be really helpful to you guys. So here's a synopsis. You don't have to listen to the episode, but here's a synopsis of the jealousy episode. It was last July. It was roasting hot. Everyone I knew had been on vacation by a lake or in another country or by an ocean. And what I'd been been doing was working a bunch. My husband and I had been also deep into some parenting. We have three teenage boys and boy, parenting was just in full swing, which is just sometimes it's really hard with teenagers. God bless the boys. Love, love, love them to the core of my soul. But it's like, it's not always smooth sailing. So during this part of the summer, we were experiencing particularly taxing parenting moments. My husband had been also so busy at work, like working weekends, getting ready for trial. If you know any attorneys who get ready for trial a lot, you understand the preparation is gargantuan. Every part of life for me at that time felt kind of grinding, very effortful, 
nothing felt carefree or flowing. And I I like flowing. I mean, I'm a fan of the flow. So um, it just didn't feel good, especially just didn't feel good that particular week. It was kind of like this culmination of things. So you've likely experienced these times in your life, right? Work is full. Kids are needing your energy. Your partner needs some love because their work is also full. And you realize you're kind of stuck in a challenging part of life. Things are not feeling good. I didn't even realize I was in this challenging place, but looking back, I kind of was. And if you really want to pour a little salt on any difficult time in life, oh, just get yourself on the Facebook. Just get yourself on the Facebook. I spent a little time on, I spent in general, a little time on Facebook, especially when I'm in the mood, just to see what everyone's up to. I'm usually looking for positive energy, good moods, good things. Occasionally, I will, of course, use social media for work. So it does require me to get on and take a look around. I was on Facebook that week and I had noticed, oh, so many people on boats and wakeboarding and swimming and at parties and traveling. It seemed like the entire world, my entire set of friends and acquaintances and relatives, everybody was at a lake, the lake, some lake somewhere. Literally every single person was at or had been at or was about to go to the lake. A side note is in Minnesota, we have a lot of lakes, like more than 10,000. So Minnesota people are cabin and boat people, cabin and boat people. So when I say everyone was at the lake, it means they were at whatever lake they or their family frequent for fun. So after a steady diet of lake life posts from all of the July vacations, um, where it appeared that every family I knew was having the time of their lives, I put down my phone and I went to bed one night. Little did I know something was sort of simmering below the surface. The next day was Monday. I looked on Instagram for some work stuff in the morning. And although I was focused on work, I was distracted by this bright, fun, sunny, cool, and very vibey picture a friend had put up. It was of a paddleboard floating in the water filled with charcuterie. They had turned the paddleboard into a floating charcuterie board. And there were all these people and they were like surrounding the charcuterie board and there were, everybody was like in the water submerged and there were boats and music and fun and laughing. Perhaps that's just what I imagined, but I'm pretty sure that's what was going on. And that was it. I thought to myself, that's it. I'm jealous. I am jealous of all these people and their fun and their vacations and their boats and their awesome music and their lake weekends and their family pictures and their floating charcuterie boards. Now, as a business and life coach, I've spent the last many years diving deep into what makes a great life for me and my family. I have done the coaching exercises and the vision boards and the classes and the courses and the deep soulful journaling, and I've done guided meditations, and I've forgiven all the people. I've done all the things to cultivate a life I love to the core of my soul, and I do really love our lives to the core of my soul. As they say, I have done the work. I, there's always more to do, but in general, you guys, I have done the work and I have made sure to pay attention to all of my cups. Most of them have been filled and not always to the brim, but at least pretty good hefty pour in each of them. Oh man, have I done the work and the healing. Don't even get me started on the healing I've done. I didn't even know I needed healing, but I did. If you've done the healing, you know what I'm talking about. You hear me. If not, I highly encourage the healing, but healing is a whole nother episode. So maybe in the spring, we'll get to some healing. I, I digress. So that July morning, year ago, year-ish ago, I was actually surprised to feel jealousy. I hadn't felt it for so long because life was pretty dialed in and jealousy was no longer something that came calling for me. 
So to feel jealousy after a long time not feeling it, just surprise. I was just like, what is happening here? The problem was I didn't quite know what I was jealous of. So if you listen to episode 39, you may remember that I ended the episode in a quandary. What exactly was I jealous of? I needed to do some work to find out. And I, and I knew what I was going to do to address it. I was going to answer these questions. I was going to do some journaling. I was going to think about it. Some of the questions at the end I had were, was it that I wanted a cabin? Did I want a boat? Do I want us to live on a lake? Or was, was I so, was I just so dang hot after weeks of hot weather that I just needed to submerge myself in Lake Superior? Would that do it? Would that have fixed my, like, I didn't even know what I wanted. Or maybe I just need to build my own floating charcuterie board and float it over to some friends at the beach with some music on. I ended the episode telling you guys I had some work to do. I didn't know the answer. I, I couldn't figure it out in that moment. I, I didn't know the core root of my jealousy in that moment. But as time went on, I dove in and figured it out. And I'm recording this episode so you guys can see what's it like a year later? What's happened? Whatever happened with that whole thing? So through a series of questions and journaling and some time and some conversations, I determined the core root of my jealousy. And in the past year, I addressed it. And today, you could show me all the pictures of all the friends having all the fun on all the boats in all the countries at all the lakes. And I would feel not one pang of jealousy. You could even show me this year's floating charcuterie paddleboard. And I would say, how awesome for them. That is so creative. What a great idea. I hope they're having the best time ever, but there would be no jealousy, no envy at all. And here's why. I've spent the last year filling a cup that wasn't as full as I wanted it to be. It turns out that overall, my fun cup at this time last year was kind of empty. So when I saw the people whose fun cups were seeming, seemed to be overflowing, I mean, they maybe weren't overflowing. Maybe there were a lot of sad people at the beach. Maybe a lot of sad people, like, I don't even know, but... Their fun cups seemed to be overflowing, and I felt jealous. I wanted something they had, but at the time didn't know what it was. So here's what I was actually jealous of. I'm trying to get to it. Here's the thing. What I was jealous of was the fact that all these people had prioritized fun. They had planned and organized events that would be fun. They had planned and organized and set aside time to be in a situation where they could feel and be carefree and have fun. They could laugh. They could be relaxed. They could watch their kids wakeboard and jump off the dock and fish and they could take pictures and they would have the energy and reserve to really be with their kids in that moment. They would have the energy and reserve to be present and enjoy each other. Shortly after this July, this jealous July morning, I turned 50. As a result of my newfound clarity, I said I was going to celebrate the entire year and when I told people that, I think a lot of people who turn 50 say, oh, I'm celebrating the whole year. Like literally, I actually did. Holy smokes. I feel like I haven't stopped since September 23rd of last year. I got really clear about what fun is to me now. It's not necessarily the same as what fun was to me 10 years ago or 20 years ago. I've spent the last year saying yes to all the fun things. I've spent the last year making sure we had fun planned in the calendar as a family. I've spent the last year with my foot on the gas for all the fun things. And as I arrived today at the same Starbucks I was at last year, I'm keenly aware of the gigantic change. I walked into the writing session feeling perfectly exhausted. Literally, I can remember walking from my car 
in Starbucks just saying like, man, I am exhausted, but it's perfectly exhausted. It's not bad or negative exhausted. It is like satiated from a year of fun and connection and intention and friends and experiences and feeling good. You guys, if you ever feel jealousy, be so happy. It is a sign. It is a sign to direct you on your way. It is a message that something is missing. It is a sign that there is some other way that you want to be in the world. It is a sign that there is something you want to have that you do not currently have. It's a sign that you want to do more of something that you are not currently doing. It's just a message. The feeling, which can be quite uncomfortable, it's just a message, a little blessing of a message. Okay, once you guys become aware of feeling jealous about something, you can decide what to do about it. You can get clear on what the root cause is. Once you get clear on the root cause, you can address the root cause. It's a powerful place to be. I mean, you're kind of like turning jealousy on its head. Jealousy is just a message. It's a little message from your soul to you. If you're curious about my root cause, I'll tell you. After a month of settling into my new awareness, the root cause became so clear. The real root cause was my tendency to get all or a significant amount of my fun from achievement and work. Years ago, I had a flower shop. My fun came from there. Like, so, oh my gosh, it was so fun. I laughed a lot. That's where lots of friends were. A lot of my fun was. I loved achieving. I loved creating. I loved making. It was just a fun. It was just the zone of fun. I had and still have amazing friends from the flower shop. That's where my team and I achieved things, right? Achieving was, and it still is so much fun. Does this resonate with any of you? Your work is your main source of fun or a big source of your fun? Maybe you're a more serious person and achieving or accomplishing has always been your fun place, your happy place. My current work as a business coach is so fun. There is so much joy and fun here, but my heart and soul were ready for more of my fun to come from other kinds of experiences. And my heart and soul wanted to feel carefree more often. So I got intentional and I got it done. I did have to do some work. I had to figure out what was actually fun to me. How many of you can list 10 things right now that are so fun to you, that you love to do, that you feel so good either doing or having done? The funny thing is for me, this has come up before in coaching. I'm such a maker, creator, builder, and doer that I have many times not prioritized fun outside of work. I have literally had to remind myself the things that bring me joy and happiness outside of work before. I even have an exercise where my clients will identify what really brings them joy, what really feels fun, what satisfies and fills their fun cup. So after some work, after some journaling, some exercises, some intention, I got really clear and now the fun cup, whoa, so full, it is overflowing. Which one of your cups might need some attention? Does your fun cup need attention? How about your career cup? Your money cup? Maybe your family cup? Maybe your friend cup? Maybe your love cup? Are there any right now that you know need attention? If you're not sure, consider this. When you're on social media or when you're out with friends or when you see someone somewhere, what do you feel jealous about, if anything? Are you jealous about the ease with which your neighbor is organized enough to have a grilled family dinner every night? Are you jealous of your friend's ability to be five minutes early to every event they attend? Are you jealous about someone's 
amazing social media feed? Are you jealous about another business's ability to have amazing team events? Are you jealous of the way your friend can so easily say no when his or her kids ask for something? How about this? Are you jealous of how amazing, professional, and stylish your brother or sister looks every day as a result of having the most organized closet ever and a great sense of style? Are you jealous of your friend from high school who travels the world endlessly with their family? Or maybe you feel envious of a coworker who somehow fits in playing tennis three times a week without fail. If you want to dive in to how to turn your feeling of jealousy into something really good, listen to episode 39. You'll learn a simple five-step routine to turn your feeling of jealousy into something awesome. It is called, so creatively, the... Jealousy is a sign routine. If you just want the five-step routine, you can go to episode 39's show notes or the show notes of this episode. This simple routine will help you identify where you feel jealousy, what you feel jealous of or about, and gives you steps to move through it and address it. Boy, the message today, oh, get your cups filled, friends. Life is so good when your cups are filled. And if you want help getting intentional about filling some of the cups in your life, you might like a free tool that can help. It's called the Wheel of Life, and I just talked about it in episode 41. It's a self-coaching do-it-yourself exercise that you can download at andstocky.com forward slash wheel of life. This tool falls under the category of kind of that life coaching 101, life coaching basics. It's one of the best tools to start thinking differently about your life. If you feel stuck at all, if you feel jealous of others, If life just hasn't turned out like you thought it would, download this tool today on my website at anstocky.com forward slash wheel of life, all lowercase. And honestly, even if life is pretty dang good for you, but you know, there's just something it's time to change, but you can't put your finger on it. This is a really good tool for you. The wheel of life helps you magically prioritize your next best steps. It is a game changer. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening, friends, and tune into the next episode of The Brilliant Creative, where you will start to learn about another tool that is really powerful for those of you running your own business. We're starting a series called the EWOW series. This series will help you prioritize your next best steps in business. EWOW stands for Entrepreneur's Wheel of Work. The EWOW is much like the Wheel of Life but it's specifically designed for entrepreneurs who want to refine their business in a methodical, organized fashion. If your work feels like chaos and you're ready to organize your brain and your business, join me for the EWOW series coming up next on the Brilliant Creative Podcast. Until next time, friends, live well. Bye. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I'm so grateful. Thank you. I hope you found value in this episode. And if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And please share this episode with others who may be interested in this specific topic. I'll meet you here next week for a brand new episode of The Brilliant Creative Podcast. Until then, friends, happy entrepreneuring. Entrepreneuring.